0: Uh, I haven't checked the sheet. Anyone remember what the feature topic this week was? Yeah, we're talking about Gosei Sentai Die Ranger.
1: Enchinda!
0: You guys talking about Die Ranger? Mm, oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you're, ju- you're just in time! I'm glad I was hiding in the vents! <laughs> that means you're the imposter! Yes. Oh, shit! I mean. I walked right into that. <laughs> Let's start the episode. We are live!
1: Mike! Zenkai Gan. Connect
2: Loading!
0: Tempered Zeal!
1: Bluecaster!
2: Super Eachie! Loud and impulsive! Greencaster! Late! Respecting the source material! Greencaster! Senshi. anime runs
0: through my veins crimson caster show raven quick on the draw and draw on the quick red caster savage fox broadcasting hundreds of opinions across the world radio sentai cast ranger welcome to episode 313 of radio sentai cast ranger Uh, Blaze Pokemon episode Volbeat is our Pokemon of the week. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's favorite, and definitely not the donkey waifu from Arknights, apparently. But I think it's more so episode. Oh, oh, Oh. okay. Yeah, so Deck Decker made our own little versions of uh, our um, crewmates as the casters, as as per my request last week. Okay, well, yeah, because like Decker's a fucking wizard, and (laughs) I love Among Us. I don't play Among Us that much, but I love just the game and everything about it. I I played once and I've watched a shit ton of other people play it. And memes are fucking like over the top god. If you guys like Among Us, watch me stream tomorrow night. Oh, there you go. One of these people is secretly a mushroom, for there is a fungus Among Us. (laughs) Among Us. (laughs) Oh, nice Pokemon joke. I've seen the fucking meme, it exists. All right, we should so probably bad. get yeah. Okay, so, uh, for those who are tuning in for the first time, thank you for checking us out. We are a bunch of space crewmen uh, who get together every week to talk about Kamen Rider, Super Sentai, and I a guess, third thing. We get betrayed. Yeah, we betray each other. Sure, why not? We can't <laughs> prove we don't. Well, I just realized that Cell's not here anymore. He was here for the news. Yeah. Who, who killed Cell? Uh, oh, Lane's just not even going to defend Lane's himself. Lane's just admitting, okay. Uh, Get him! I don't know, Paul's acting. Talk kind of, about the airlock! <laughs> Paul's acting kind of sus. It's both I mean I mean, he also killed Gar. Gar, who killed you? He can't He's talk He's dead. He's muted. Oh, okay, never mind. Gar's dead. Alright, so our topics this week are Kamen Saber, episode 4, uh, Kira Major, episode 25, and for our feature topic... Gosei Sentai Die Ranger, episodes 1 and 2. Yeah. Alright. Uh, let's get into it. Um, so, before we get into episode 4, Tom, would you like to catch us up on your thoughts on episode 3? Real quick, Buster's fucking amazing. I oh, love Buster I agree with you fully. Um, oh, oh yeah, you weren't here last week. Either. Buster, like uh, I know Lane doesn't like the head fin. I think the head fin looks fantastic. Yeah, but I love, I love like Ogami himself because he's good dead. Yeah, the suits,
2: the suits okay.
0: It's a cool suit. I think all the suits so far are pretty fucking rad. This yes. show, but uh, yeah, no, him like Buster himself. Oh god, that's a fun character. <laughs> Yeah. While he lasts, Shh, don't. <clears throat> you know it. I know it's po- it's entirely possible. I have one way likely to sum up this episode, and it's a don't old, take this from me. It's an old I... joke. Give me back my son.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that works too well. <laughs> Give me back my son! Classic.
0: Classic, yeah. Um, yeah, because I saw that you wrote on the notes My son is my treasure, you fuck. Yeah. That that's... should be the name of the episode, but like, censor it. My son is my treasure, you at to... <laughs>
1: I'll put that for now. Give me back
0: my son! <laughs> uh, that's an oldie, but a goodie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like episode three ends with like them, like have just after having defeated the monster and they're like, Oh, what what happened? And then episode four starts with them in the base. So I guess they just decided, eh, fuck it and left. Yeah, fuck it. Let's not observe. Why let's not keep looking. Why this place hasn't disappeared and the people haven't come back? All right, let's go back to the North Pole and have a meeting it's where the sun is potentially yeah. being eaten by. A d- it, it's not. It's not like we've never had a situation where there was more than one monster hiding around or something. You know. Oh yes, I have the saber face of the week. Uh huh. Um, so okay, got, got a good, got a good. Uh... Oh, good down. Cool. Oh, fuck, I put it in the wrong chat again. As, oh, let me tell you one do. thing, because people have already talked about Tinkerbell. Yeah, hang on. And I want to tell you a little story before we get into it. <laughs> yeah, Film <laughs> me. She looks like she tried to shit in the woods and things went real south. It's like, it then we got windy! <laughs> um, okay, so I hadn't seen the episode yet. I was I was playing Final Fantasy XIV with Itchy, and Itchy goes, oh man, Tinkerbell was great. And I said, well, what was it like? What was it like? He's like, I don't know. Picture She was like buff, and she suplexed the guy, and I'm like was it this woman and I sent a picture of this wrestler named Shierika from Japan and sure enough yeah uh, I've been following her for quite some time on on uh, on uh, Instagram uh, Instagram and I'm actually one of her biggest fans I just love that oh, yeah! yeah I love that she fucking clotheslined her yeah and I stand. love that she so blo- I love that she blows a uh, a blows a kiss. But the thing is, she that day, like when I found her, when I went like, pulled up her account, I hadn't looked at it in a day or so, and it was a picture of her standing next to Common Rider Saber. So I hope I-, I imagine that she'll maybe show one or two more appearances, and they probably already shot stuff for it. But probably, um, it was just interesting to see uh, this woman because obviously they're like, "Hey, you, you see that bodybuilder wrestler girl?" Because in Japan, I would imagine there's not many girls like her. Yeah. <laughs> Give me back my son. Yep
2: yeah it's um character summed up in a single frame yeah yeah About But to beat someone up give me back my son so i like that we're finally well not finally it's oh, only yeah. been
0: four episodes but i like that we're now starting to deal with like wow toma's like little too obsessed with promising things yeah and like it's funny it's great how like ogami's like fucking yelling at him to his face and he's just like He's like, yeah, you promise you'd find You won't find him. And then just Toma literally is not faced by it at all and just responds to him, I promise I will get your son back. Gonna do it. Yeah. And like Rintaro is fucking terrified of him too, of like Ogami. So it's it so. like, I'm going to make a promise. And then Andrew Garfield Listen, slides in and says... Some promises he's like, are meant to be broken. He's like, listen, Ogami, I know I know, it must be a terrible time for you right now. Just gives him a dead stare, and Taro's like,
1: okay, I'll shut up, sorry. About
0: that. I, I love how Rintaro basically was like, I have only read about children and books. I don't know what you're feeling right now. <laughs> Fathering uh, parenting looks sounds hard. I don't, I really... know, I don't want it. <laughs> he just turns to me, would you help me try? <laughs> Can you help me be father? Okay, May is, is the sidekick girl, the editor, right? Yeah, yeah May. Okay, so I haven't been, been here for a lot. Are, is the general consensus that she's gorgeous? Oh, she's cute. I no. think she's crazy. You know what? I, I, think that, she, I think she is cute, but I forget that every time she screams in my face. Hey, you know what? I, I find it endearing. I like her so much that she can scream right in my face. I like how <laughs> expressive she is. But at six feet up, six feet away, she can scream in my face. Yeah. Got a, so, got a social distance. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, so we we start dealing with how Toma's super enamored with the whole promising thing, which of course we can already guess ties back to his his forgotten memories that we've also gotten some some mm-hmm. light discussion and teasing about. Also, I'll, let's just not tell him. I will. <laughs> general consensus around the whole. They seem to show. think that he's better off not remembering. Yeah. Shit went down. Yeah, let's not tell him. Also, I will take back. We did see a, a like a the flashback of like him holding the girl before she gets sucked in. He was holding she was like gripping her hand really tightly and then just as she was getting pulled more towards in the hole that's when he held her by her, her pinky. Yeah. Like, so was, I'm like was okay bikini. so I was like okay he did t- use maximum force to try to fucking bring her he back. He's just so. a kid he didn't think you know well the thing is imagine if someone's been sucked away you've got like a second to grab them.
2: Yeah. He was younger at the time and I yeah so I, my, I take it back. My little, if I may interject a little,
0: my little theory, theory, my little theory.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Whatever whatever was the catalyst of that battle was his fault.
0: Interesting. I don't know what, I don't don't have anything for or against. I, maybe, but the thing is, it's being heavily, heavily uh, implied with a lot of this, that that battle was also where Caliber betrayed the organization. Yeah. Rogue. No, that's absolutely it. So, uh, there there was definitely a betrayal at hand. You know what I and think? My the you know th-
2: theory is that Caliber was probably his dad, right? No,
0: Caliber's the other guy's dad. We, oh. we're, we talked about it in Spoiler. This Week's Extra. If you want to know what Caliber's deal my, is. My theory is, is that Toma was in the wrong place at the wrong time. You know, like, him. Old him. Was him. His uh, dad. G- uh, kento and uh by the way the mm-hmm. i look by the way i apparent. i looked up the girl on the writer wiki mm-hmm. apparently the girl's name is luna okay so yeah so toma kento and luma they're all like luna. Fr- 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 yeah Luna. that's what i said Ooh. um her, they're all like friend stuff they were just in the wrong place at the wrong time she got sucked into the thing and maybe like yeah toma forgot or something he went off somewhere and then kento still remembered luna so he's like well i'm gonna Go find her, went to wonder, uh, stumbled into Wonderworld, and then became a member of the Sword of Logos and I'm tried think, to find her. I'm thinking what happened is, I think that, yes, you're right, Toma and Luna were there at the, an at inconvenient timing, because Saber, the previous Saber and Calibur were having their, their tiff about betrayal and whatever. Say it, just Calibur, give me back my son! <laughs> uh, I will raise one objection to that theory. Uh huh. The fact that it's already been said in one of the character synopsis that... Uh, What's his name? The fucking guy on the magic carpet. Oh, Kento. 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 That Kento and Toma were childhood friends. Okay, yes. You know what? You're right. Which means they knew each other, and considering we know who who Kento's father is, Uh it's likely that Kento knew all of this shit from the get-go. Yeah. And which tells me that Toma probably also knew this shit from the get-go, which tells me that the original Sabre was probably his dad. That's an interesting theory. We did see Kento at one point express grief thinking that the previous events from that flashback were his fault, but we didn't see Kento there in the flashbacks. Yeah. So what might have happened is Kento sent Toma and Luna to that location for some reason, and that's where previous Saber versus Caliber took place. Yeah. And I think the promise thing I think Toma and Luna, like, Toma was like, oh, I promise I'll take care of you if something bad happens. Cue her getting sucked up into a book. He feels bad about not being able to keep that promise, thus overextends himself on all future promises. Ooh. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, because yeah, cause, cause,
2: cause he broke that promise. Guilt. to
0: do it again. Deep-seated subconscious
2: guilt. What if... Oh, that might be it, too. What if did? The... What's the name of the purple rider? I've... Calibre caliber what if because this is him betraying the faction right yes what if he was manipulating our protagonist back then to do something bad to help him out in order to have him fulfill the promise of protecting that girl as a misdirection i don't know i would you know what i would be like interested in kind of you movie.
0: know what i would be really interested to see if Caliber was using his son to manipulate everyone somehow, that'd be interesting. Like if, if like he had his son like h- hang out with all these other important people why oh, for some sort no. of dark purpose. Pl- it's pl- why Kento wasn't there too. Oh, you're Maybe. talking about you're talking about Caliber's son. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were talking about Buster son. It's like the kid's like six. What's he get no no? It's like it's like he like he gets them tricks them all and then the kid's oh, like no, 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 And no. then the kid's like it's like alright the job's done and it's just like a tiny person. <laughs> tiny little <laughs> Like like in like in Zootopia with the Fennec Fox. Oh, we were true. saying last week that our th- we have a strong feeling that Buster's probably going to die because someone that powerful doesn't last long. I fucking
2: long. hope not. I want him to stick around. Me too.
0: Our thought was if that does happen, what if Sora takes up the mantle of Buster? Possibly he, even going yeah, off for some secret yeah. time training yeah, and Bert's, coming back. Bird's actor
2: as them grown up, or like like you were just it's
0: turbo blue. Yeah, go turbo. The, oh, the, like he's still the kid, but when he transforms, yes. <laughs> sure, yeah. I would laugh so fucking hard if and that just, was the case. We just have a common rider excel moment where he's just dragging the sword around because he can't fucking lift it. Oh yeah, he just like walks in like. Eh. I'm still a child, even though... He just uses the actual can... toy version of the sword. <laughs> like, he just compresses it. God. Um, okay. So, this is a second of the two-parter featuring the Hanzaki-san Megido, uh, And we find out that this is based on a salamander that can respawn. And Toma uses his amazing book knowledge to find out that the reason the monster's doing what he's doing is they're capturing humans to feed them to... The, itself, I guess. So that it can evolve into the king of the salamanders. The lizard king. Except <laughs> they're not lizards. Toma, you have a suspicious amount of books about lizards. Hey, what can I say? I'm a scaly on the weekends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who, who put that... At, who, can, can we ban somebody uh, for putting that in the chat? Uh, of, uh, of the Justin morphing? <laughs> I'm sorry. I like it. I like no, Justin. <laughs> I, I'm just joking. Yeah. It is okay. It makes unless, sense. I'm just joking. Ah. Unless... He doesn't get much bigger. Yeah, well. It's it's more prevalent in the first version. That's the one from the TJ season. Yeah. Um yes. So May actually decides to do something incredibly smart to make up for her incredibly no, stupid wasn't. move last week. Yeah. No, she made up tried to make up for her stupid move last week by making an even stupider move this week. Hey, and the it, plot it, made it, her succeed. It worked. No, the plot made her fail because she fucked up. Oh, well, here's something funny. I was actually chatting with somebody. I actually have somebody downloading the uh, the entirety of the episodes of Common, the Common Writer. They
2: accomplished nothing.
0: Because uh, a friend of mine is really into Girls Trapped in Bubbles. Like, that's his thing. <laughs> and I said, hey, there were some Girls Trapped. Because there's like two of them in there. You can yeah. see clearly. And uh, he's like, what series is this? So I sent him the link to Genmoo Corp. And he's like downloading the entire season. Oh, okay. So I was like, all right, I'm going to confirm I'm going or I'm going to, con- I'm going to uh, what's the word I'm looking for? convert somebody to the common writer through weird fetishes. Cool. May, okay, what she did was incredibly stupid, but it worked. No, it didn't. Yes, the it fire- did. She fought off firework and no. Rinchar was like, oh, wait, let's look no, over there. She didn't. What happened is she tried to fire off the firework. And it exploded inside the fucking bubble. That's why she was torched. I know, but it it. still shot up out of the forest. Here's what it is. Here's what it is. Is when the thing went, when a... Um, I saw her pull the firework out no, of her bag, and then the next shot I saw her, she was all squirted. No, scorched. When, we you see when you set off a firework, the tube sits there and shoots the things into Damn. the air. Now, normally you want to stand back because the smoke will, from the, the explosion of sending the thing up, will go out. So the whole idea is she didn't think of, like, it it went Phew, and shot the thing out, but all of the backdraft shot into the bubble. Yeah. Okay. So you like, just missed the I shot where the turned, firework went off. If you ever held a Roman candle seconds. in your hand to shoot it, you have to be very careful because it'll shoot smoke in your face. So even though May has done some stupid shit so far, I will give her a point this week because she actually helped them find the Okay, prey. But yeah. once again, to a, just a different point, oh, oh, hey, I have that book that just takes you where all the victims are. I should go follow after the riders who just left two seconds ago, so maybe one of them can open it and go straight there. Except if one of the riders gets trapped, they're useless. Would they be trapped? Would they not be able to just hench it and break the fucking bubble from the inside? They don't know. Maybe they can't. Maybe their powers get disabled. Was, well, they kind of were dismissive. I think they were like, "No, no, you can't go," and they'd run one off. And broke them and all. And like, she was like, "One." I think part of what I think part of her thought was. Well, if, my, if I fail my mission, at least all the useful people are still out there. That's probably good. And I think the fact that she was like, well, I probably can't catch up to them anyway. Can I say yeah. this
2: right now? Well, if she we, did have a bike. Guys, if we Actually, to, no, she lost that in the other episode. Go if ahead. we have to use this level of mental gymnastics in order to justify the person's motivation it was and, still fucking dumb yeah are you telling cast ranger not to overanalyze this children's show no but i am saying that when a show forces you to overanalyze the show in order to justify it it's not good writing my point is may did a good thing this episode i agree and because the plot wanted her to i yeah she did you know what contribution is a positive in my point regardless of how you frame i it. like her I, I like the character it's just you know, she 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 seems to go about things in all of the most counterproductive ways. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um she'll she'll change, I feel. Um so yeah, the whole birth of our king that I was talking about last week about the, the Sancho, I was I was like, Oh, maybe that's some like allusion to the grand plot. No, it's just the monster of the week. Yeah, one I thought that week. too. Yeah. It's just the monster of the week and their own in, individual motivation. Um yeah. In the meantime, uh, we see Caliber unseal Disaster, who is probably going to be a regular villain. He kind of he reminds me of really uh, cool. of like Black Joker from Blade.
1: He's a little or,
0: bit, yeah. Like he has that kind of face, but yeah, I, I like this guy, and like the the voice on him was really nice too. Yes, had a bit of attitude to him. Voiced so. by Koki Uchiyama, I believe, who I think is also Tomura from My Hero. Oh, he know. did sound like that. Yeah among other very well-known roles we talked about him last week on extra Mm -hmm. um he's a fast fucker and he's got storm eagle for some yeah he was carrying the storm eagle wonder ride book which uh which was interesting because like they they were like describing him to toma just being like yeah he's he's like eliminated a lot of like swordsmen in the past i'm just like I'm like oh there are other riders like that's cool and he was specifically they, all, they mentioned- also said they also mentioned how caliber when he betrayed them killed riders as well yeah so like i like that it's like in hiviki when you just find out like oh yeah there's like 100 other oni out exactly there. so i like R- that sorry Raymond, you're saying yeah and they also make he was rather specifically walked off and started looking for toma because swordsman of flame yeah which means he had a beef with the previous saber. Yeah. So, there, he's involved in backstory, too, quite obviously. Maybe that's why he was carrying Storm Eagle. Maybe he ripped it off Previous Saber. And that's also a thing, yeah. Yeah. I was about to say, like, he had Storm Eagle on him for some reason. And then I realized, wait, he was after Saber, which means he had a beef with Previous Saber, which means that's why he has Storm Eagle. Makes perfect sense. Um, so, yes, as the swordsmen are about to enter the book to go into the world to look for Sora again, disaster happens upon them. Uh... Buster and, or Ogami and Toma exchange power ups. Uh, Kento, who gave Needle Hedgehog to Ogami, who then gives it to Toma, which means Kento had his second volume form with him all right, already to begin with. But it ends up with Toma, and Toma in exchange gives him Jakun. So now we got confirmation that Jakun just belongs to, to Buster because it is an Earth Element book, even though it's a different color. But the suit is gray. I like the suit, and I liked uh, I, I liked the I liked the green on it a lot. I think uh, you know when he put on the uh, yeah. So we, to we got to see Buster yeah. do a uh, Genbu Jakun, yeah, which is literally just his arm changes. But you know, it, man, I cool. want him to have like a book about ghosts, so he could be Ghostbuster. <laughs> I'm waiting for fucking... I like, would love that, honestly. <laughs> I'm waiting for someone to fucking have, like, a sci-fi book. Come on, man. Science fiction novels. Man, okay. You know what book I would love for them to punch in? 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, and it turns, like, we're talking, like, green armor, like the Nautilus, but, like, a like a Kraken arm? That'd oh, cool. that'd be neat. That'd be sick. In fact, I might want to draw that. There you go. I love it's Kraken. It's like, um... Oh what was it a freaking uh, octopus light from bill oh yeah it's like the tentacles Man, yeah I don't make a rad tattoo kraken attacking the nautilus the fucking... <laughs> A kraken attacking kraken and attacking and A crack attack one of the best tattoos i've still ever seen was the guy who just uh tattooed luffy on his arm and he made it look like he was doing like his go-go no pistol it yeah just, well at least i yeah. got you see the one the guy yeah. with the mario but it was back. yeah by the way out of all the legend ride books the Forza one is called 2011 Forza odyssey oh yeah, it's Fucking genius! <laughs> that's incredible, and that's a beautiful looking book too. Yeah, Forza is underrated.
2: Yep. Yeah, I agree. it is not. Um.
0: So while Buster fights Disast, uh, the others. Disast? Yeah. That sounds like a spell from early Final Fantasy. Yeah. I, put it the I cast Disaster. And then the upgraded forms: Disastra and Disastka. <laughs> and then the cutscene only: Disastza. <laughs> You. All right. Um, so yes, uh, Toma and Rintaro find the prey thanks to May's firework trick, uh, and I like how Rintaro frees them by summoning his lion, who sprays the eggs with water. <laughs> I, I don't know the science behind that. I'm not gonna question it. Um. So the settlement—it was, was highly pressured water. Sure, didn't look like it, but whatever. If it was highly pressured, it would have murdered them. Yeah. Haven't you seen water jets cut through shit? um so uh the salamander monster comes back to find his prey has escaped and then we see blades go immediately to his volume 2 form and we see saber use needle hedgehog and we see his dragon hedgehog form and i gotta say even though that's not saber's form that helmet piece looks fucking rad on him yeah no that form is really really good like like, sabre makes like these like not forms yeah like I said, Saber is like the tr- the the test experiment. He tests all the books before they go
2: to their actual users. Well, um, that can be used like that. Oh, yeah, cool. And that's what I genuinely think his fighting style is going to be, or should be, instead of. Him going for his three red books, he specializes in interchanging things and making combos.
0: I mean, we've Whereas, seen that his 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 forte seems to be making unconventional use of power sets, as we've and I seen think that's in a, every
2: episode. And oh. I think that's a great idea for the writer-protagonist. The other two have their full combos sort of things, but he... Makes his bread and butter combining them together to make unorthodox combos that surpass themselves.
0: I do, I do see him doing more of that, but we already know that he will eventually have his full volume three form. Can somebody grab me the screen grab of her blowing, her doing the kiss after she like power drives him because it was adorable. Yeah. By the way, uh, somebody said Dragon Hedgehog, and if you type Dragon the Hedgehog into Google, you get this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they, yeah, still no, still nothing beat suck the cock.
0: Yeah no, best Sonic goes. Well, here's the thing, I don't the know the if cocks. you've noticed this. If you put Blank the Hedgehog in, you're gonna find something. Let's see No, what wait, I've seen is. many people like make a game out of find your blank the hedgehog with your name. Uh, uh, <laughs> I have mine. It's called Green the Bear from Sonic Forces. Um well, I just look at that image and I just go puzzle. Yeah, pretty well. Well according according to uh, according girl. to Google, this is Lane the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> Uh no. All right. It's missing a hoodie, and he's not gray. Yep. So,
1: yeah.
0: Um. So then Toma decides. Hey, wait. There's three slots on my driver. What if I use three books? And then he yokes Peter fan from Blades, and thus we get the first three form or three book form: uh, saber, dragon, hedgehog, Peter. And can I say this?
2: Can I just say this? It's uh-huh. just like before he does it, he asks Blades if it's possible, and Blades is like, Nah. And he's like, well, uh, I... it anyway! Snippity-dippity, gonna do it yeah. anyway! And okay. he did it! So he actually... Oh, I, I missed that line,
0: obviously. He said it wasn't possible. No, no, he he said it was, but that he might not be able to handle it. Something uh, to that effect. See,
2: I the way I read it, it was just like... Nah. But when he finished doing it and he passed out, he was like, I said it wasn't possible for you.
0: <laughs> you suck. That's the problem. Prove
2: me wrong, children. Prove me wrong. You're doing really good. But not even we can do that. Like not even the most seasoned of us can do three yet.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, so
0: yes, we get to see him do the the San Satsugeki, where he summons Tinkerbell and then lights her on fire and swings her around and she explodes into needles, but not before the actual spirit of Tinkerbell from the Peter Fantasista book comes to life. And this is the 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 lady wrestler Instagram model that Tom was mentioning mm-hmm. earlier. I don't remember her name offhand. Sh- Shadarika. I can't pronounce it. And
2: correctly. she WWE's Fuck. the thing.
0: Clothes she line. just comes out <laughs> Oh, my
1: God. Oh, my God. Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell. <laughs> and the Salamander- what a slobber knocker!
0: <laughs> and the salamander's just like, I, I, I can't retire. I can't do anything, I'm just... I'm done. And then she explodes into hedgehog needles and... Oh my god. Oh, you the hedgehog, huh? It's even blue. Oh god, <laughs> it is. Um, And it has a vest. He's, uh, he's missing goggles, though. Oh god. That's, that's unfortunate. That that's, is. He needs uh, is. Hmm. <laughs> look, up, look up Raven the
1: Hedgehog. Oh, oh my god. God. god.
0: That was probably goth as fuck. Look, yeah. It's probably just shadow. <laughs> yeah, look <laughs> at that. He ain't getting up. My God, but no that the, man had a family. <laughs> <laughs> the other funny thing about that scene is, like, as the fairy comes out and starts like fighting the monster, <laughs> we because cut that. Uh, I can imagine Blaze the Hedgehog. <laughs> yeah, missing a magic hat. Um, but yeah, as this fighting is happening, we cut over to May and Sora, the child who's watching this beautiful, buff lady fairy. Clothesline a monster and explode, and the smile on this child's face makes me wonder if maybe he's just had something awakened in him. Yes. He's like, that, man, and this, I gotta start reading books. And that boy, that day, f- figured out his first fetish.
1: <laughs> and that's where you I You know just, what?
2: Like, Same. Muscular women. And you know what? That's where I went. Here's 36 issues of Witchblade. Have fun. <laughs> oh, good call. Right? <laughs> oh man um may
0: Michael Turner rest in, in peace <laughs> so so yeah exploring the monster with needles was apparently enough to stop its regeneration so it's actually defeated this time she fucking su- I mean she, he, he fucking- basically filled it with needles and they exploded yeah, she, he, she suple- please don't talk about filling something with something she suplexed him out of the episode <laughs> and yeah that's Ogami from Danganod. <laughs> Man, you know what? You know you know what I've okay, so I, I don't usually subscribe to the idea of being a simp, but holy shit, this was simp week. <laughs> yeah. Wood simp for Tinkerbell. Oh yeah. Um Like we're talking I'm a fan of Tinkerbell. I do Tinkerbell. believe in fairies. I do, <laughs> I do, I do, I do. But like that's like a, that you know, <laughs> you this was what it showed up high. I am also Tinkerbell and like I immediately subscribe to this one. Because that Tinkerbell doesn't look like she could crush me to death with her thighs.
2: (laughs) Even though Tinkerbell canonically, in all issues of Peter Pan, literally could.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's why last week when Saber first tried to use Peter Fantasista, you could see the fairy, like, yanking the chains and, like, swinging him and the monster around. Because Tinkerbell's swole as shit. Yeah. Yeah, and are you related to Mouse? (laughs) Um, But yeah, so, just as they're like, oh... Everything's all wrapped up. Time to go home. And Tomo's, like, collapsing from the overusage of power. In walks Caliber, Effectively going, well, fucking better do it myself then.
2: Right? I've sent, like, three people after you and they haven't fucking done anything. So, guess what? <laughs> just... I'm just picturing king caliber but doing the thanos thing from the end of age of ultron
0: i'll do it myself <laughs> i made that joke i made that exact joke while watching the episode <laughs> so we get to see him do his kurayami which is promptly blocked by espada who i was
2: expecting to see hench in this episode these are my friends dad great <laughs> Now I'm imagining Saber looking at fucking Caliber and being like you've mildly inconvenienced me! And he goes, I don't even know who you are. (laughs) My son is dead. Because it's only really been four encounters.
0: Yeah. I haven't seen my son in 15 years. The fuck if I know what he looks like now. Fair. Um, But yeah, so that's pretty much the episode. They get away from him and that's the episode. Is that Paul the Hedgehog? ow that was not nice
1: <laughs> yes.
0: what oh and someone made ultraman no. Saber, Saber I the it. hedgehog it's not me that's saber the hedgehog apparently <laughs> okay all bad.
1: right
0: um so yeah the i noticed that they added more of kento to the the ending theme if you if you pay attention you can see him in a few more shots Well, oh, but i want to see him dancing with the others right i oh, wanna fuck Maybe after he debuts in the next episode. I hope so. Which will feature the debut of Comrade of with his henchin. And also we saw Sabre Volume Two. He's gonna get Storm Eagle. Yeah. And looks, good. It, to looks so awesome. good. it looks so good. It looks so good. Yeah. Any other closing thoughts for Saber? It's a good start. Start to get good. Still Look, good. I like yeah. I like that we're starting to really get into the story bits. Liking Buster. Yep. We're gonna see how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, I'm hoping do for this the best. to me again, Toei. I'm hoping for the best is they just catch up with him and he's a regular rider all the way through. I like... We'll, we'll see if he lasts through Christmas. Oh, <laughs> God, no. No,
2: fixates on us anything. Yeah. I like the fact that they're breaking for character development. Yes. I mean... Everybody seems to be getting their own little arc. They're starting with like the knights and things like that, but I feel like there's going to be a couple of episodes where the side characters get their own little arcs too. There's going to be an episode somewhere where Toma gets the fucking past explained to him. Yeah. But there's there's also a, a like a proportional amount of like, you know, actual core storyline exposition happening. The thing that gives me the most hope for what we what's what, what's in store is Is it not true
0: that in most Comrider series, they only debut one new form per episode? Basically. In Saber, every other episode since episode one, they've debuted at least two things the fact that they're rushing through all these when you have multiple characters that all can just mix and match shit yeah the the fact that they're rushing through debuting forms this way makes me believe that they've got a lot of story to tell they're rushing
2: through mechanics to like you know focus on narrative I like that yes which I'm fine with I like that I do wish we would have had a little bit more of Blades Volume 2 so far but that's just me I genuinely just that's an interesting shot I genuinely think that the people who made this show really liked Maji Ranger because these are very similar shows. Yeah. I mean they're both very world building heavy and very character heavy. And the aesthetics are very similar and it's just one head mages, this one has knights. Yeah. I mean this is like I've been
0: saying, this show hits more of my preference preferential buttons than
2: any other writer show to date. Any other Toku show to date. Because it's, it's just, allowing itself to be silly, it, yeah, is alo- well, it is allowing itself to be silly. But it's the world building is really on point, and I love the aesthetics as well. Like it's really checking off all the boxes. And the other writer series is they've been very serious dramas. This one's more... I, I mean, Build had plenty of comedy. That was part of why I loved it. No, I know, but it was more a drama at its core. and it Yes. Was, and it was also quite high concept. Well, Saber could get high concept. We're only an episode four. Oh, absolutely, four. but I like the fact that this is allowing itself to be a little bit more lighthearted. Yeah. All right, any other closing thoughts before we move on? Nope. All right, well,
0: Paul, I guess you're going to be taking it out from here since you haven't watched Cure Major.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I'm... I don't know that I'm leaving just yet, but I. You don't I, have, you don't have to like leave the building. No, I know. I I haven't watched. I've have been banished yet. All right. voluntarily. Um, <laughs> you guys do the thing. I I'm, I'm still gonna be around. Kier King. Paul, Paul, I appreciate you. Me, yeah. not telling a joke. I just
0: want to tell you. I, I, this I, is I, not I, a fit. <laughs> Speaking of simping. <laughs> I just. <laughs> Was that in response to what I said to Paul? Partially, but also because Orb said it in the chat. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Can we just talk about the 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 hot villain girl in the room? Oh my fucking god! Wait, you know what? You know what? I want to start saying I have been watching Super or Tokusatsu with you guys for years, and I I have never seen something catch you by surprise in such a way that Yodana did. Because apparently you had seen the scan, but you didn't think about what it was. So when she henshinned, you were like, what? Whoa! Whoa! I, I, I had seen this form, but I had no idea that she used the fucking Yodon changer to go into it. Yeah. Yeah, you would just spent here to like, sh- like do like the, the, where she throws and then, a cape off me. And yeah, at the beginning, beginning of episode, And yeah, this show's pretty good. Me at end of the episode, I fucking love this show. Like, oh my god. Like, okay, okay. I, you know what I'm getting? Um. My brain. Um, uh, what's her fucking name? Yodana? No, the girl that I like so much, the chameleon. Oh, Melee. Melee. I'm getting Melee vibes from her. Kinda. Because, like, and the thing is, remember how many older series had, like, really cute female villains? Uh huh. Um, not many. Not lately. There's a lot before. Yeah. You know, like the there's the uh like the one in um Go Ranger, the like the steampunk girl, Melee, you know Goanger. Is it go Goanger, okay, yeah. Kegaresh I mean, yeah. Yeah. But I mean like there's so many like the, well first of all, this girl shows up as a shrine maiden. And I love me a shrine maiden, Sailor Mars, you know, put that in me. Um <laughs> pun not intended but appreciated um escape yes escape was the last one? Oh um my but i saw God. this girl <laughs> and i'm like man this girl's so cute you know like i it's gonna suck that she's only in this episode then i realized like she might be a main character she's yeah. hanging around an awful lot and then she's saying a lot of weird shit yeah and then when she changed into that form i was just like oh. you know what she, she she kind of reminds me of um is uh I will say the wrong name because she has a similar name to the fucking terrifying woman in this thing. Um, Malshina was the one from or from, is, from was Akiva Range. Yeah, was, she, was that Malshina? Could, Malshina. Yeah. yeah. How amazing was Malshina? Anyone who's seen Akiva Range. Now, yeah. Mal, yeah. Malshina had the benefit of being an a obviously sexual adult woman, so you know all of the jokes seemed more. Then again, this woman does not seem like a teenager. Yeah, and she's an alien. So we don't know how their, you know, how their age of consent works. So yes. She's going to be a thousand years old. I don't know. Our, our new villain general is Yodana, the secretary to Emperor Yodana. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck. I did not see that coming. Oh, oh yeah. Candelera had a human form. Oh, and it was, yeah. She was really pretty too. Yes. Yes, that counts. She sang her, her theme song in, at a concert. Yep. Yeah um so yeah yodana holy shit like adorable the outfit is amazing she's got such a fun attitude and mm-hmm. man is she powerful yeah and my my biggest hope is you know i would love an arc where she becomes like uh one of the kiramegers eventually she's got a change her she does which she made out of mud maybe she'll be the dark one yeah mm-hmm. Ooh, maybe.
1: Come
0: on! Like- There's already a fan There's I
1: don't, already fan I don't of her! Well, it's care. been a
0: week. I don't care if, like, that spy shot we yes. saw was fake or anything. I- I want a dark Kira Major. That'd be so fucking cool, man. And-, and, and Tommy Tomo was, yeah, drooling over her the whole week. Fucking- the best thing ever! There's already porn of her posted oh, in the NSW The best chat. thing ever was his yes. Tommy- Tomo. I, I mentioned it earlier. Oh, are there so, already I was. thought you meant the actress. The best oh. part though was just Tommy Tomo, he's like he's trying to like flirt with what or with Yodah, whatever. And he just Man see, for, let me just say real quick, man, for an epic gamer, he sure don't have game. So <laughs> like Takamichi and Jewel are with them when they're hunting for the treasure and like he finds one of the fucking stones. Yeah, they find so, energia. So like he digs for it and he's like, Yeah, I found the fucking stone! And then you see Tomo just look over and he's like, yeah! Ah! Fucking like broing out just like, like yeah, bro, like, yeah! Was, like that was that was that was amazing. Like that was legit, like hype, and that, that was so cute. I love that. Just ah! <laughs> it felt like a Muppets moment. Like
1: ah! yeah, yeah! Ah! It's like
0: fucking Angelina Candace brothers. Oh yeah, <laughs> ah! yeah. God, but yeah, so the the whole impetus for the episode is they decide that their new wish now that uh Mabushina has been saved is to restore their home planet. And my immediate thought was, "Oh, or like we were all like, oh, so they're going to revive King Aladdin. And the next sentence out of the episode was Takamichi saying, "Then you Mabushina will be queen." And like, "Oh, I guess they're just going to leave him dead." <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> so we get this brief little plot about uh Exploring the shrine where Jewel apparently used to go to when he was a kid, and he met the priest man. Um, I'm priest man. (laughs) You never get named just priest man. I don't remember the actual words he said to refer to him, but the subtitle was priest man. Well, no, he literally was like priest man, like when 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 he walked up. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we we see this this weird looking shrine maiden archer girl who's uh just hanging around because she happened to sense some power. In the area which of course turned out to be the stone yep and she talks about how much she loves humans that's real sus I love humans properly cook <laughs> how to cook for humans how to cook for 40 humans how to cook 40 humans <laughs> guys I think the archer is the imposter
1: <laughs> I don't oh care God. I go I'm going with it
0: yeah I'll, I'll throw I'll play third imposter um, but then Which, we I, the funny thing is before she even henshin I liked her so much that I drew like fan art of her yeah um, but yeah so and a, a monster tag happens and she poofs and then we meet another hilarious monster of the week the, the Bakudan Jamin who has the power of bomb bowling from but his powers po- are, are way too strict he has the power of skyward sword <sighs>
1: Bomb bowling.
0: Apparently, apparently, he was also the voice of the Caesar Blaster. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. No blaze, Baku The word for bomb. <laughs> but like his gimmick is, he rolls bombs at humans who get like disguised as fucking bowling pins, and if he can roll a full strike, there's an explosion. But the trick is. There's never enough humans to make a full ten pin set. Because holy shit, he fucking pulls <laughs> over all of the rangers, and then it's just like, wait, why didn't it explode? <sighs> the fuck, there's only six of you!
2: <laughs>
0: why aren't you like the Kyoryujers or the Q-Rangers and have ten by this point?
2: And it's like, god damn it.
0: <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> it's like, damn it, there are ten of you. And the thought, immediate thought, wasn't oh, stack four more humans with them. <laughs> but no, that guy was funny. Yeah, like like <laughs> he was like about to ball at them, and they're all like, "No, oh, give me shield, give me shield, give me shield," even though the shields don't actually come out. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, uh, they're trying. They they have so much success digging up Energia the third Kanaima stone they decide to really press their luck and go look for the fourth. Instead they dig up a monstone. Yeah, I I, I knew that was coming a mile away. And Takamichi decides to be an absolute fucking Butterfingers and accidentally slip Energia into the monstone causing it to immediately grow giant. You have one job, yes, and do not plunge the ultimate power into the monster. Okay, immediately does that. (laughs) Takamichi, you fucked up! Big time. Yeah, what I had the monster go so big? Well, funny story. <laughs> you know how I had energy in my hand a second ago? I kind of punched him with it. <laughs> it didn't work out well. Yeah, I thought I'd be, it'd be it's like a now. power punch. So where's the uh, where's the, uh, the thing now? What's inside of him? Well, just, just, I'm going to use Megazord. No, you don't understand. There's only one way we're going to get it back now, and you have to do it. Just, What's that? <laughs> Have you ever heard of Boar? Oh god. Just just Takamichi accidentally making the monstone uh bigger, just Joel Joel and Tommy Tomo. Immediately fuck <laughs> up. Mm. Oh, just yeah, Jewel and Tommy Tomo. Mm. Mm.
1: <laughs>
0: Dude, what what did you do? Yeah. So while <laughs> Silver down. changes into his Megazord to fight the Monstone, uh the others go tr- tr- try and fight Bomb Jammin' again, but the fight is interrupted by this mysterious archer lady who picked up a clump of dirt and transformed it into a Yodan Changer, a.k.a. the evil Kirame Silver Changer. I don't know what that's about, but that was weirdly cool. Yeah. And then she has this, like, beautifully animated Henshin sequence where she transforms into her, like, evil alien general form. Yeah. So, like, I'm surprised they gave this, like, female general just, like, this much stuff. I see usually, usually they would just, any other female show, oh, you look familiar. That's because... Just, like, we'll, like throws up the, the skies and then, like, you see the clothes in the air and then yeah. it cuts back down. ha Yodana, the secretary. That Gevra- would have made sense, because if you look at the way the monsters of the week are all clearly show-inspired, that would have been kind of on brand. Yeah, but, no! So props to Toei for being like, no, we're gonna... Whatever. So, yes... Yodana, the Secretary of Evil. Oh, That made boy. it even better. Like, Secretary of Evil, I'm like, that's hilarious. All eh? she's missing is glasses! That would have made it fucking 10 out of 10! Quick, Decker, Photoshop glasses on Yodana. Well, you know what? If she had, okay, if she had glasses and, like, oh high heels on... Itchy and I would be like, we need, we need time. Yeah. yeah so also, in the fucking though. preview we saw like four, or five times. Just you no know, dog, like doing like weird mouth shit with their fucking she, tongue. She weird. does the tongue face. It's like halfway to the fucking. Aunt and I'm just face. glad that it what there wasn't like a fucking JoJo slurp. There was a... <laughs> yeah, it's like that. It's a, she's almost copying like that Belle Delphine girl, or whatever. I'm There's nothing wrong, that, wrong with I that. Love I love Belle Delphine. Delphine. Yeah. <laughs> She's okay. I'm actually getting a thing of her bathwater. Somebody sending it to me, but I have to paint him a portrait of Belle Delphine with it in watercolor. Oh the God. fucking tongue thing is a little creepy, but it's also, like, halfway to the fucking ahagaw face. Yeah. So I, I have conflicting emotions.
1: <laughs>
0: and then she... She goes and powers up the shots by whipping them. Okay, has anyone played Streets of Rage four? There is a Dominator who literally does that, who whips guys. To I watched you sure. guys. I watched like the your stream yeah. you guys did. Oh, by the way, now. I want to show something. To, I got to brag about something. Uh when we're speaking about cute things. I've gone on record saying how much I love high heels. Look at my commitment to how much I love high heels. That's pretty dope. Still healing, so it looks a little weird. But now I wear a pair of high heels forever amazing that was hand poked no machine come with come with ankles as well So you have you yeah, have you ankles. have two pairs of ankles yeah, yeah. well i also have like you got f- ankles up in here you count i got like five or six faces yeah still healing <laughs> oh, oh you're, good. Good. you're just that you're that you can be that one character from the electro movie that no one watched where he just like he had tattoos and he can make them come to life well, I just like somebody i want to like hang out with a friend of like man i've been wearing these heels for too long i can't wait to take them off and I'm like well suck it up i have to wear these forever
1: <laughs>
0: like wow but these hurt and i'm like they stuck a, a needle into my skin what do you think it's <laughs> still healing yeah yeah anyway so yes uh, we, we get I, the sorry go ahead i love this character and so much I, uh, i'm hoping like i don't care if she becomes kind of a comic relief character later and you know she's not but i mean like i want her to stick around i would love for her to become you know to have an arc where she becomes a cure major that would be cool like gets a full suit and maybe has like, and I I want to see that you know, I want to see that romance between her and Yellow actually go somewhere. Like he convinces her to give up evil. Yeah, well, ironically, it reminds me of Die Ranger when uh, Diego falls in love with the Peacock God and convinces her to give up on her quest for vengeance and you know be his lover, and then she immediately dies. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> But yeah, so she powers up the mooks into what Shiguru decides to call zombie bishats, where as soon as they go down, they just get back up and keep fighting. And uh, they can't handle it yet, which of course means they'll have to depend on the superforms next week, probably. Um, but Yodana also tells them about their, her plan to basically create a warp tunnel to Earth from Yodanheim. Uh, so they can send an army of giant monsters. Oh boy, an army of giant bit, monsters. Like, we're talking, she's like, hi, my name is uh, Yodana and shit's about to get real. Don't believe me? Check this shit out. I'm going to tell you my plan. Well, okay, I actually made a joke. Why is she telling them my plan? And the funny thing is it demoralized them so much worse than any of the beating they were taking. They were, like, on their hands and knees going, no, fuck, oh my god. (laughs) God damn it. Like, she just literally showed up and just literally kicked them in the nuts. Well, not literally, figuratively kicked them in the nuts. No, the literal kicking of the nuts is later. Yeah. Um, but, uh... Yeah, as Vegas is saying, I'm I'm kind of shocked about this because, like, they were, we were supposed to have Tame Tomo and be a thing. So is, is there going to be, like, a triangle going on? I don't know. Yeah. So, the episode ends with another one of the Kirame music festival, and this time it's Jules singing about his Kirame King. Kira with With, like, big violent stretch text it flashing was, on the screen. It was weirdly cringy because, but, like, it's within his character. Yeah. So it's like him trying to sing a song about himself. They, they clearly didn't hire him for his voice. Yeah, it's but, like,. It worked. It, it, you know what it yeah. felt like hibiki songs from Simple Gear. Well, you know what it was. It was like pretty much like, hey, you know, we've got this idea. We want everyone to sing, and you sing. And, and the the guy's like what, nineteen, twenty, even. I think he's he like prob- seventeen. Yeah, he probably has n- never done any professional singing, and they're just like, well, we'll have a person helping you, and he did his best. But Yeah, so like I'm listening to the song, and I'm just, I'm like, I'm like, no, this it works for his character. It was all right. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't hate it. I like, I like, I like the song because of how it. Worked in with this character, so yeah. that's why. Like, I think when they get to Shigeru, like Shigeru's gonna fucking nail it. Sayo's is probably gonna fucking nail it. Yeah. So, um, so next week is the debut of the Super Forms, the Go kira Majors. Ooh. Well, like I want to see them in in in, uh, in action. I think the armor looks fucking dope. I don't know. I gotta see it in in work. You know, I like getcha. it's like for photos. I'm like, it looks dumb. I I think it looks cool from the front, but dumb from the side. Garb's here? What? Uh, well, we're starting now. Okay, well, anyways, on our feature topic.
1: <laughs> Die Ranger! Die Ranger! Die Ranger! Die Ranger! Die Ranger! Die Ranger!
0: Huh! You interrupted the bumper. Don't give a shit. Oh, okay, cool. Hi,
1: Gary. Anyways, you like Die Ranger? The year? Oh, here we go. It was 1992. History of Gar. Jew Ranger, very successful. My sister was born. Toy sales through the roof. The fantasy thing did pretty good. <laughs> Anyways, so Noboru Shiguro, the love Sumikura, uh, you know the writer of the writer of Jew Ranger, got to come back. To do another Sentai, this time around, you know, they decided to go with what's currently popular—China, Street Fighter Two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. The the motif of just a fighting style Super Sentai show. And
0: is there a Hadoken somewhere in the series? Yes. Okay. Well, there do are
1: various you, types do you of not notice The whole Dire Ball. Yeah, they kinda, get, they they kinda that. They they that. literally that
0: have too. they literally form the like the uh, the balls into Hidokens, base. Okay. they don't say Hadouken.
1: Yeah. Yes. Uh Gosei Sentai Die Ranger was actually known at the time at the time of its release as the fifteenth anniversary <laughs> of the Super Sentai. Well, it's because
0: they haven't retconned the first couple into it at that point. Let me finish.
1: <laughs> this is guard time. Oh, okay. It's Always guard them. Die Ranger was also known as the second Sentai to be adapted into Power Rangers and the second Super Sentai series to officially be released for Shout Factory. That is all. Die Ranger, Die Ranger, Die Ranger, Die Ranger, Die Ranger, Die Ranger. Dye Ranger. That's it. Not gonna stick around? All right. Was that Pokeroo? Yes. Leave <laughs> all that. Leave all that. Let me tell today.
0: you, okay, so. Let me tell you about Die Ranger and Die Ranger. Okay, so you know how I wasn't really super into Super Sentai, um, and I would skip a lot of them, and I would do the the common writer stuff. This is what made me love Super Sentai. Oh, because I couldn't get back into it because Power Rangers aged terribly, but I, I was kind of watching some of the different shows trying, and I, I ended up deciding like, okay, I'm gonna watch um, G Ranger, which I enjoyed, but I wasn't planning to keep going. And then I was like, I wonder what the next one was. And I watched the intro to this, like the opening thing, and I was so into it that I started watching it on Show Factory, and I blew through it in like a week. Let me just quickly say, I don't know if this is just in the Shout Factory TV release, but like the first few minutes of the first episode just like spoils the whole episode. I don't know what that was about. I, yeah, felt, like they intrigued- I felt like they took all the TV commercials or, and like preview footage and just like crammed it into the front there. What Gar also forgot to mention, which was the most <laughs> important part, was eventually Die Ranger did get adapted into, you know, Power Rangers' new powers. <laughs> when Super Mega Force turned into the so legendary. That are new. Yeah, exactly. So we did eventually get the Die Ranger suits in Power Rangers. Well, you know Even though it was a stupid bullshit fucking reason they it, did it. Well, a lot of people who didn't know who the Die Ranger were got really upset about it. I bet. Like they were like. And the, well, the funny thing <laughs> is, is there were a lot of people who are watching, you know, the, those shows, and they were just really pissed off when the Japanese only writers showed up. <laughs> and uh, and I'm just like, dude, sh- you know, grow up. They're nice suits. Yeah. Like these are really fucking nice ass. suits. They're my favorite suits of. of- I, I would say it's it's a cross I mean, between this and GoBots. Like I like the style of the helmets. I like the white on their chest. I like like the rest of them are all salt colored. Yeah. And then I love that they have like a fucking emblem. And like, it's that's off so center. Cool. It's on. It's over the. It's over the left. It's left over their front. heart. Yeah, because you know. Yeah, fighting comes from within. Mm-hmm. Like these are suits. And the thing is, like, it's not just a bodysuit. It's a bodysuit with like a vest and a big belt. Like it just, you know, how some of them just come across as like just full suits. Yeah. Like these, these feel more like... These look like they're inspired from something. Yeah. And they're, yeah. all, they're all styled after a certain animal. So, like, that's really yeah. cool. But, like, uh, mythical creatures. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I always liked the White Ranger outfit. And the thing is, the White Ranger outfit, of course, is different. But it is based on this aesthetic, right? So, yeah. it's for me, it was a whole team oh. of people in that suit. I hope someday we talk about the Kiba Ranger debut episode. Because that is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal. If we come back to this, yeah, yeah. it is literally if any any like it's the most accurate depiction of if you know like a 12 year old boy got like so the kid is a fucking brat too yeah he he literally like he's blowing like i, I want to mention it because we never get but like he's blowing girls skirts up he's skateboard jumps over a bus and he's just basically being an asshole yeah and i'm just <laughs> like your kid's an asshole but anyways, so, uh, yeah, so Die Ranger, episode one, so... The Adventures of Creepy Penis Tentacle Monster. By the way, did anyone watch the new episode of The Boys? I... Eh. No, I'm eh. not caught up yet. Eh. Nope. <laughs> Shut up. Okay, we're not talking uh, about The Boys. I saw right. that scene. You I, think I, this guy's bad. hasn't even started season two, so... Anyways, um, so we already... Uh, apparently it's already been established that Green, Yellow, and Blue, they're already, like, part of the team, and Red, uh... Pink's on her way from China. Yeah, so her well, like, you her know name's Rin, you know, and she's like an exchange student from you China. You know why on. you can tell this is the '90s that they let her on a plane with her morpher on. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, our soon-to-be Red Ranger is basically the the skip the dishes guy. This yeah. this series equivalent of a skip the dishes driver. Well, yeah. I mean, like the like that that was a thing. Like you by know, the like way, Chinese food. Use and, our like, skip the like dishes that. code. They delivery you. people, so use our code in the description. Um. <laughs> But, like, uh, Rin I also like because, like, like the thing I always, the most distinguishable thing about, like, her look is that, like, she has, like, really, like, bushy eyebrows, but, like, for some reason it works for her. Like, it makes her yeah. look really cute. Um, so, she, and it's just cool seeing yeah. a Chinese woman speak yeah. Japanese. So... Uh, she's not Chinese. Oh, she's not Chinese? No. Oh, they're all okay. Japanese I, actors. I, okay. all there's... Right. It's a, actually kind of a problem, you know, like, a, a lot of people in, in, in China hate it when there's, like, a... a Chinese story, and it's played by, you know, and the vice versa, actually. It's um, like, because, like, in Conquerager, it was clever, because, like, Jiraiya was, he was Japanese, but he was American-born. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, the thing is, I don't know, I, I like her a lot. She is a great pink, but the problem is, is she falls into that. I think there's two, there you got, like, I think, like, like, two categories of pinks that happen too much, is you get the princess, you know, cute, you know, one, or the mother figure, yeah. And she goes into the mother figure, literally. Like Kakevi. also, she kind of falls into that thing where she seems to get kidnapped a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but the thing, she, even in episode two, she has enough episodes where she kicks ass. Though she got she got swarmed by the mooks yeah. in episode one. Everyone yeah. had the savers. She got kidnapped in episode so the, the, two. So let, me, I mean, let me tell you my favorite part of watching this episode with Itchy. Okay, so right, you know, uh, or no. We're, both of the episodes go together. Let's be honest. Uh, okay, so there's a moment where this one monster, and I think it went in the second episode, um, literally kidnaps a kid. Yeah, that was episode two. And he throws this kid under his arm and runs. And itchy just lost it. Like we're talking high. Just, just just a shot as of you see this like full adult man in a fucking basketball suit, like like uniform, tank top, and yeah. and and gym shorts. Just grab, full on grab this child and just like lug him under his arm like he's a fucking bag or a suitcase and just book it down the street.
1: (laughs) Oh my god!
0: Just like, (gasps) gotta go, gotta go! Twice. Two times. (laughs)
1: Twice! It happens twice!
0: Twice on screen! There's at least a couple more because there's four kids at that ceremony and then Rin is also there. So they kidnapped her too. But anyways, so episode 1 is about this weird tentacle monster whose name is apparently Baron String. And that's which we- is which we had to figure out, but I'm like he's probably based on those like string games at carnivals where it's like pick a number pull makes, a string. Makes sense cuz you yeah. had numbers all over Yeah, yeah. too. You know, and the thing is I remember seeing it, I forget what show, but you, uh, they were it oh, it was uh, I forget what show, but you actually see people playing it. it was a super sentai show. No, know. it was oh, no, it was it was Mm, it's on the tip of my brain. There was a show where people were at a festival playing around. And um, they were playing that game.
1: Okay. But uh,
0: so uh, the, the soon-to-be Red Ranger gets basically manhandled and kid and adult-napped by the other members of the team. And they take him to their master, this this wise old monk named Kaku, who tells him that he is now one of the members of the die rangers who have to fight the gorma and stop them from, d- from s- doing stuff to humanity and you'd better fucking do it because the other rangers will just escort your ass back here if you escape and i'm going to whip a machete at your head yeah just like hey you want to see my new chainsaw and hockey mask kinda but he's he's surprisingly compliant despite being almost murdered Mm-hmm. <laughs> Also, I I just love that our villains in this episode, aside from the Monster of the Week, straight up just drive around in a fucking real ass car. Like, my fucking god. (laughs) Like, like these guys can teleport and shit like that, probably travel through dimensions and stuff, but no, we're just gonna drive around in a fucking car. Now, in their own defense, it's a really expensive car. It's it's a BMW. They also have. I guess it does make them more, like, less inconspicuous. How could they be? figures when they're dressed like that. No, but like, I don't know, like, I guess, like, tinted windows weren't much. Of thing, yeah. windows. I so. wish I had a photo of it. There's this great moment where, okay, so one of the guys, Zardos, who is, he just chews every piece of scenery, and I love episodes where he's alone, but at one point, um, he was trying to, the, he, there was this one monster that's a phone and uh the die rangers are winning and he decides to phone the die rangers so he literally grabs <laughs> this giant phone off the head of this monster and just like and it rings in a phone booth and they pick it up and he's just shouting into this fucking phone <laughs> and i'm just like god damn i love this show that's great like he is just—if I knew how to kill the Power Rangers, you think I'd be lying here listening to this? Yeah, it was that kind of moment. <laughs> but I mean, like, it was just—he's just so like the other two are, or like the other two are, are cool, but he's just so over the top. Well, wow. you know, and and he's just—it's just this show is just so. The funny thing is, is I haven't seen all the seasons, but this show there's nothing like Die Ranger. It is just so over the top and so ridiculous. Um, but yeah, like, and the villains also have this like normal suitcase. But then when you open it up, there's like a fucking edited in TV screen on it, and also that's where they have their their bombs that they mm-hmm. grow big with, which are the same bombs Lord Zed used. Yes. Yeah, yeah well, I, I noticed. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> well, obviously. You know. Yeah, because I mean, it makes sense. Season two, when My he Morphin he was up, they started pulling Die Rangers stuff. Yeah. So. <laughs> The Rin, the pink ranger, ends up getting chased by a bunch of street tough kids on bikes. <laughs> And, but like, we eventually find out that they're actually mooks in disguise, but it's so hilarious to watch her get chased by a bunch of what look like teenagers on bikes. Well, they, they got a little older looking when they were riding bikes downstairs, they suddenly looked like stuntmen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Come on, take a free ride. <laughs> but I'm
0: just thinking like, this is like, literally like, I want that song, you know, from like the Power Rangers, like when, remember they're in the parachuting out of the plane. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is extreme. Uh, Our chat's asking if it's Rin or Lin. I would very much assume Rin. The, the subtitles we were watching said Rin, but it, it, okay. So here's
2: the thing: like I said, like I've said a million times over, the R and L thing with Japanese is a little mm-hmm. weird. It's because what you it's, want because it's the same letter.
0: Well, the, the, the it just is- it's a matter of how you pronounce it. Here's but the thing: the vast
2: majority of sources I have ever seen use it for right. the name say Rin
0: here's the thing if she was Chinese I'd say it was Lin but if since we know she's Japanese I think it's well. No, yeah. the character is Chinese so it might be Lin oh yeah. it, uh, apparently what it says Rin of the heavenly star yeah so let's other, just go with Rin the other half of that Yeah. Now, char- now that, that we've got that is, settled is the it character Ki is is he or Chi <laughs> okay, that's a whole other thing when you say the character's Chinese yes that's Kanji yeah that, that's how that works. All right, anyway. Yeah, the whole kichi thing. You want to briefly go over that? Okay, once again, it's, it's the same thing. It's
2: the kanji for that word gets pronounced differently depending on whether you're talking j- Japanese or Chinese, because once again, kanji
0: is just the Chinese alphabet that's kind of just been repurposed in Japan.
2: It's the same character, just... If you're in Japan, it's usually ki. If it's China, it's usually chi. Yeah. It's just the The, Japanese and the Chinese. In terms of
0: what's being spoken, they're clearly saying ki ryoku. Yeah.
2: But it's just, like I said, the character is, it's the same fucking character.
0: Just, and that's, this goes for the majority of kanji. The Japanese pronounce the same character. It's the same meaning. The character means the same thing, but the Japanese and the Chinese pronounce it. Right, we should probably move along. Yeah. We're getting yeah. it really... It's- so anyway, the Green Ranger nails a Mook in the balls with his staff. It was awesome. It was great. <laughs> and and then they go, and then they have this fight, and the Zord comes out, and that's the end of the episode. It just ends so abruptly. Right. Well, because we, it, gets get you, to, it gets you hyped up, like, oh, what's going next? See, we get to see Sayo. Well, you interest. know how a lot of a lot Super Saiyan Power Rangers kind of, like, have gone to this formula of kind of, like, you don't introduce the Zords in the first episode because you don't really have time. This one gets to a point where it's just like, okay, let's do it. And then he immediately knows how to summon things. He knows how to do the, like, there's, like, a montage or something where they were training, you know, Red, you know, like. It's just like, it just gets, like, they're like, okay, shit, we only have, like, five minutes left of the episode, and we've really got a lot to do. Yeah, so they, they show off Ryuseo, which is the Red Dragon Thunderzord in Mighty Morphin. Yeah, yeah the, the pole dancing. Yeah. <laughs> Which apparently was the first Red Zord uh, to, to like to have turn. a battle Zord form. Yeah, and it, it's it's fucking cool. Like he wields like a double side thing. He can spin spin in his hands, and yeah. like it's really fucking. I'm just cool. gonna spin this in front of me, and if you get hit, it's your fault. <laughs> and then like they all they all have these like these these orbs that they, like, touch their hands on, like, even though they're just those, like, like, electrical ball things you can find, like, you found it like, a radio shack. Or the science so, center. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, man. keep in mind, though. back in that time period, those things were considered to be amazing. Yeah. They, I, I mean, I'm still pretty... Yeah. I remember going to the It stores. You gotta wonder if, like, after touching yeah. those, did all the suit actors have frizzy hair? I mean, no, they don't the, the ones that you get from there are grounded, meaning that okay. like you can you don't but don't feel much. Right, right, right. Like the ones the ones that you put your hands on at the science center are channeling much more energy. Oh I, would, I hate psychologists, so you decide to stay the hell away from this? So yes, episode two's Monster of the Week is the purse boshi, which is the monster that disguises itself as a fucking basketball player and just grabs children off the well, street. No, not just that, he fucking has like these like Buddha heads and fucking throws them at the kids and they're like... This thing must be based off the most it, obscure fucking Japanese. I, wonder, well, I think a lot of them are based off of like Japanese kind of like, um, M- like mythology. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like weird, they're weird monsters, you yokai. know. in but- yeah yokai. This is the kind of shit you you'd be firing bullets at in like games like Anik Aniki. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, in the series okay. after this Ranger, they lead into the yokai thing even harder by oh, yeah. literally having like little stories based on them. Yeah. This one, they're just kind of like almost like super superstitions and monsters it's almost like the best way to describe it is it's like it's like they're based on like you know like old, like old wise tales or something like that like if you you know like something akin to like if you don't know, keep your face like that look get stuck that way yeah. you know like weird superstitions so episode two is about blue overcoming his own stupidity because he tries to fire zero yeah. gravity attack at the monster but that backfires because the things are fucking flying they're not ha- bound by gravity yeah they're going through momentum. not Yeah, gravity. and then they go through a training montage and just, uh, you know, jump ahead, which basically the idea is fucking dodge. Yeah. Do the mechanics. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a scene where, like, Rin's, like, like, investigating or something. She's running around, and then we see two moose, and it's just, like, Code Mom's homemade pink hamburger is on the move. Pink hamburger. And I'm like... What the fuck, Code is Why that? Why are they calling her a pink hamburger? They're not calling her that. They're just... that's, like, a a fucking cipher code or some no, shit No, think the thing is like, you know, you see somebody, you know, like he he wears a lot of red. You say like the red sparrow has left the nest, you know? They're just trying to think of a way to say pink without it sounding suspicious and hamburger is pink before you cook it. They're so. mooks. They're already suspicious just by being there. Yeah, these mooks are pretty suspicious. Oh, I will say the- they look like they were based off of Frieza. Yeah. I got I got to I got to give credit to the blue die ranger. He's He's pretty. He's a spry young fella. Well, yeah, he's like doing hand over hand climbing under the bridge, fucking that's, jumping through windows. That's like, yeah! Shoji, though. That he's like a boxer. He's like a jock. Like, and he's he's got a little bit of kind of an Elvis pompadour. Like, he's actually uh, on my list of like you know how like I don't know if you guys have lists where you pick like oh this is my favorite blue favorite and you put a team together. Mm-hmm. Y'all have done that. He's my blue. Cool. And just because uh, through the show, uh, he has the least amount of actual plot. But he has the most heart and the best moments of character. Because he's just a he's just a guy. He's not the smartest guy. He's not the you know the hero, but he always tries real hard and he's got a great heart. He feels like that like big brother type. Yeah, Shoji is the kind of guy that you'd want to hang out with if you're gonna hang out with any of these guys. Speaking of him like crashing through the window, I love that like him and all of the Die Rangers effectively go, fuck every window on this luxury cruise Basically. liner. <laughs> yeah. We're just going to break in through every single one of them repeatedly. I, yeah, like, it's 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 like that fucking scene that Wingsworld made fun of, where, like, the ceremony's happening and they're all like, Bidoro, Bidoro, the fuck, because they're celebrating their victory or whatever, and they're <laughs> about to sacrifice Rin and the children. And then you just see Shoji at the window and you just see his face go into a fucking screaming position, even though you can't hear him. <laughs> and then he just shatters through the window effortlessly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cassandra! Exactly. Wrong Winnie! Sorry, wrong satanic ritual! But, uh, I love that the, you know, like, I don't know, the mooks are having, like, a nice dinner, or, like, the bad guys are having, like, a nice dinner. Yeah. Yeah. I just love it. They do this a bit more. I love the powers where they just put their finger and they shoot like crazy whip lasers. Yeah, they got like laser grappling. But don't they? Okay, Raven, you've seen this show, right? Or like, don't they have like face, like weird face masks that they turn into when they fight sometimes? Yeah, yeah, they don't do it here. I remember so my favorite monster I watched was this like Kabuki monster, and like he could throw yeah. like Kabuki makeup and like the white long hair on people, and they'd start <laughs> doing like Kabuki. And <laughs> It was awesome. You know what it is about this show? Is it's not the best written show. It doesn't have the best anything really. But you know what it has? It has the best style. It just it's really original feeling. The music is so weird but good. It just it feels good to watch this Sentai. I when we were listening to the ending theme real quick, like I I, I'm not gonna judge anyone for liking it, but like when I listened to it, the impression I got was okay we're almost done the episode uh oh shit we have to ship this tomorrow we need someone to compose a theme song real quick composer go uh die ranger we're gonna tension down then all over the town just have the Try his right. likes yeah i don't like well with the opening theme being so fucking fire like it, it like like okay you know what you know what i said that the best that's the best Super Sentai theme of all all time, in my opinion. I will say the Dye Ranger theme is pretty fire. The opening theme is pretty fire. I love that shot where yeah. you say, I'm oh, fucking, the sun, in yeah. the sun. Oh, I love the one where he's, he's like, flying through the city on his back. Yeah. Uh, I also noted that every one of the rangers has the red pull staff as their weapon, which was and a they get weird. more unique weapons later. Oh, okay, cool. And that's um, kind of, like, the default weapon. But what they do do with these rods in episode two is they... So, like, like they like javelin throw them at the monster and stop it from growing giant. He's about to use the growing bomb and they just like imprison him within their rods like a friggin' portable cage and it stops him from yeah. growing giant. And I said to Itchy, as we're watching, I said, they're gonna do a thing now that I, I don't think they've ever done before. And they do it. They You know, he's about to drop the enlargement bomb and they freeze him and then they beat him. And then Itchy's like, oh my God. And then Raven had this look on his face of like, oh my God. <laughs> like and the here's the thing, the Die Rangers never do it again. Wow! Like they yeah. never do that again. Just to fucking oh! Speaking of things they never do again, Yellow apparently has the ability to reverse time. Yeah, wow. I don't. Okay, here's the thing. I was like, oh yeah, like I thought. I don't think he ever does it again. Wow. I like yellow. One. I like yellow though because like I like that he's like decked out in a nice suit and he, uh he his style is drunken fist. Uh, yeah, right it was like it's like hey, I don't want you to play with time travel because you might accidentally go to the future, see the end of the world, and then I have to come back in time and convince your siblings how to stop the end of the world, but you don't know how it actually started. It turned out it was actually one of your sisters who secretly had superpowers and uh, went mad because she had all her powers suppressed it's over very there. specific. Jesus, wow! Uh, anyone who can tell me uh, what what I just referenced, I'll be very impressed. But yeah, so Blue learns his lesson, does the mechanic, dodges the attacks. Green uses their powers to, uh, checks notes, shoots smoke and then shoot a ghost train. Huh. Yeah. The funny thing is, is Daigo, here's the funny thing about Daigo, is of the four, or the five, or the six of them, other than the Keeper Ranger, the Keeper Ranger has a lot of plot based on him. Um, and it's actually very interesting, you know, about his mother and what he is and all this stuff. Um, but Daigo is really the only character that has an ongoing plot other than, you know, other than the Keeper Ranger. And he falls in love with this, like, Peacock Buddha deity who is very pretty. Um, and it's it's not very long. It's only like five or six episodes, but it's actually really heartfelt. And I remember watching it feeling really bad about, you know, what happened. Uh, other than that, like, we're talking like one of them is like, oh, that's my father. You know what happened over here? And then it's over. And then it's like... <laughs> And, Sh- and Shoji's little plot is literally he befriends three of these lame monsters called the Three Stooges. Oh, okay. And they, they have this weird friendship. <laughs> I also want to point out something about Shoji. Like, he crashes through the window and, like, frees all the, the imprisoned children by slashing their masks off. Yeah. That was pretty fucking dangerous. Yeah. You <laughs> could th- fucking slice their faces open. Well, Red and Blue do, but they're not as good. Like, there's not as good plots. Die Ranger in Broad Arcs. Die Ranger, I love Die Ranger. Oh, yeah. Two, yeah, Telephone 2. Um, those are the Three Stooges. Uh, the problem with Die Ranger, and I don't want to spoil it, is Die Ranger kind of just ends. Oh, okay. Um, oh. It has, without. Okay, spoiler warning. Are you guys, I don't, I, do mind even talking about it? I don't care. Spoiler mm-hmm. warning. Okay, Lane, cover your ears then. Uh, I want, not There's nothing add. to spoil. Okay, literally, it's like shit's going down. White Ranger dis a fucking Piers. He does not appear in the last episode. They never talk about what happened to him. Oh, okay. Red Ranger ditches the rest of them, has a little bit of a fight, and uh, and then it just kind of ends. The Gorma just stop and go away. Oh. And then it cuts to like 50 years later, and the Die Rangers are all old, and the Gorma <laughs> are coming back, and then that's it. And I'm just like. What the fuck did you literally get halfway through writing this episode? Wow. I'm like, Shit, we forgot to write an, an ending. I don't know. Put it in a random generator or something. Yes, wow, that's interesting. Though. Like I don't it was interesting, and the thing is, the show was so good that I'm just like, eh, that's okay, mm-hmm. you know, because the, the they kind of resolved a lot of the stuff before. Dying Ranger is not a deep plot series, but it's a it's a fun ride. It's it's the thing is, you know what it is? It's the things that make Super Sentai fun at its best. The suits are great. The fights are great. The monsters are great. The comedy is great. The plot, a little weak. Mm-hmm. You know what else was great? The but, fact that Red's bike looked like a fucking reindeer. Yeah, yeah because <laughs> yeah, well, because you know the Chinese dragons have horns. Yeah, I know, I know, go, here's I know. The, yeah. here's, here's, the, here's the Kabuki monster. Oh, my oh, yeah. God. Yeah, that's fucking great. It's my favorite. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, so you just throw kabuki makeup and wigs on the people. Oh no, That's hilarious! Does it do anything to them? I th- no, I'm I not- just I think it like it, it like it p- takes them makes them like evil and work for him. But then they're also like, Ugh! Yeah. They're just doing
1: kabuki. yeah, it's I don't, a fun I don't,
0: episode. I remember that, but not in in, in detail. Um... I will say that the like we watched the preview for episode three. That monster actually looks interesting. The fucking key jester. Okay, so the titles the titles become nonsense after the first like three or four episodes. Okay, uh, the three ep- for, the yeah. The first few episodes they are using oh my song God. lyrics, but eventually there's like it becomes like three stooges attack, which is those three. They are wow, literally telephone, bike, and tom- tombstone. <laughs> uh, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. They're both two things. Like the tombstone is actually a. a, a, a like a Zippo lighter. Oh, oh, oh god, I see it. Oh, it's like, and I, oh, I forget see what where they he open. yeah, oh, and I, they're both two things, you know, and I forget what the other two are. Their other thing, but they are. They start out as villains, but they fail. They fail miserably, and then they also literally... like zealots from GoKaiser. Okay, so and then they come. I, I might be remembering it wrong. They come back and say to Shoji, "Hey, we're in a lot of trouble with the Gorma. Can we? Can you pretend to lose to us so we can get our jobs back?" And Shoji's <laughs> like. Shoji's like, okay, and talks them into okay. pretend, And then at the last minute, the three sujas go, well, we are winning. Let's screw over the dire Rangers. <laughs> and then the Die Rangers, like, at the last second were like, hey, wait a minute, and then kick their asses. <laughs> and then they show up, like, again and, like, have this, like, weird heart-to-heart with Shoji, and they end up getting killed or whatever. Oh. Or no, they think they get killed, but, like, then they phone him, like, we're going, taking this on the road, you know. <laughs> and then Shoji at one point has a t-shirt with, like, the kamikaze design on it. Oh, oh no, he's like, a, I think he's a kamikaze plane and a bike. Okay, but it's like this weird ongoing plot with Shoji befriending the Three Stooges, and it's fucking wild. Wow, it is just I've never seen like this show. It says I think that the G Ranger was so popular they were like fucking do anything. We don't care. <laughs> They'll buy anything now. Yeah, and the funny thing is, is Die Rangers like we like was obviously not fully translated. They just took the suit, you know, the uh, uh, Zord footage. But in Japan, Die Ranger was a hit. People wow. love Dime Ranger in Japan. It's amazing. Like, mom um, like my buddy in J- my buddy in Japan. Oh yeah, that fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was rad, though. That was I forgot. That is Red's little arc. He fights that guy, Okay. and it's like this kung fu. It, it's basically Street Fighter. They, it's like we have to have fights, and he has a training montage where he's got these springs on to make him stronger. And I remember that the. Key Ranger guy wore, like, a fake muscle suit with the springs. Okay. In Okay, I'm not, like, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure in the um, Shout Factory dub, there is an episode called The Three Stooges Attack or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Because, <laughs> you know, like, they weren't worried about copyright. <laughs> All right, well, that was Die Ranger. Very interesting. Yeah, I like that. I, oh, I haven't watched a lot of the old ones, but I did watch this. and I like I like, I like what I saw. Yeah, it's. You know what? I will advise. If you are thinking about watching some of the older seasons, this is probably the best older season. Like, I watched uh, Jetman, I watched Jetman, uh, uh, G Ranger, and Die Ranger, not in that order, but around the same time. And I thought that they were like, these are quintessential Power Ranger seasons, or like Super Sentai seasons. And uh, I'm watching Kaka Ranger, which is not nearly as good as the other three. I'm only halfway through it. But I mean, this is, I strongly advise to everyone in the chat if you haven't watched Die Ranger, it's on Shout Factory. Please do it. We'll talk about it. We'll have fun. Yeah. If, if you like Super Sentai of that time, it, it, it is very dated. Yeah. But I mean, it's fun. No, Kaka Ranger is good, but Kaka Ranger is super comedic though. Also, the, the Kaka Rangers as people are horrible people. <laughs> like they literally fight with each other, they're obnoxious. They're like literally one guy uses an X-ray thing to look at the pink or the I guess the white the white rangers under her clothes. Yeah. And then the other guy goes, how was it? He goes, flat. <laughs> Alright, Raven Lane, any closing thoughts on Batman? I do know, just like, I like the suits, I like the style of it, the villains I think are a little bit silly, because it's just like, yeah, their the suits are a thing, but, um, uh, I like what I see, I'm, I'm sad this wasn't a definite Power Rangers, but I understand, because like, yeah. Uh, Man, would have confused well no I think one of the main reasons was because the, you know, the new suits would have confused kids but, yeah, yeah they thought kids wouldn't recognize them as Power Rangers yeah. or something and the funny thing is and they stretched it like we're talking they what? used the, the monster stuff and they shot a whole bunch of new stuff and they were really creative like there's a lot of scenes that so you watch the seasons with the stuff where the Power Rangers fighting with the monster pretty much consists of them shooting off screen but right. uh Eventually, I think by the time they got to, like, you know, O-Ranger, they were like, okay, we can't stretch this anymore. We've got to, we've got to have them change suits. All right. Raven, any closing thoughts? Um, it's pretty good. I was kind of enjoying it and just kind of laughing at it and that dated. Yeah. Wow, they got away with that back then, huh? Yeah, Had yeah. They way. literally kick a guy in the, hit the guy in the nuts. They yeah. can't do that anymore. <laughs> but it, it was enjoyable for that. I mean, I watch old Super Robot. I get the same sort of enjoyment out of yeah. that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that will do it for here on Cast Ranger for this week. <laughs> um. So, uh, once again, if you're listening to us for the first time, thank you for tuning in. I hope uh, you enjoyed what you've seen. Make sure to hit the like and subscribe buttons, and uh, let us know what you thought down in the comments. Uh, as always, the primary source of our ca- our hijinks is castranger.podbean.com. From there, you can find our Facebook page where I post thumbnails, our Twitter, our Patreon, where you can help us make the show better, uh, our Discord server where you can listen live and chat with all these cool fans in our Discord, uh, and, of course, our merchandise store where we sell all kinds of shirts and hoodies and mugs and notebooks and, and even masks. Stay safe yeah, out there. You make us a deal, we'll sell you Lane. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, thank you, Jerry. That's very nice of you. Thanks for tuning in. (gasps) Jikai! Radio Sentai Cast Ranger! I'm just joking. We can't ship you, Lane. The shipping would just be too expensive. Yeah. God, would it ever. So, uh, next week on Cast Ranger, we'll be talking about another Sentai, and that will be episodes 1 and 2 of Denji Sentai Mega Ranger. Uh, Which one was that? In Space. Oh, that one I haven't seen. I was like, who the (laughs) fuck's in in drama? Um... (laughs) So, unfortunately, I will not be here next week because I'm going up north for Thanksgiving weekend with my family, so I'm sad to always leave and not be on Cast Ranger, but I hope you guys have fun. We'll make do. Yeah, Yeah. Indeed. So, until next week, thank you all once again for listening, watching, liking, favoriting, sharing, subscribing, hitting the bell, and using our code in the description for Skip the Dishes. Thank you, and we'll see you next week. Bye! 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 Raid Shadow Legends.